Well, Spanish are pretty angry at their government and at their banks, which are about to get a $130 billion bailout from the European Union. Many of the bank's bad loans are mortgages that won't be repaid anytime soon, and so evictions are on the rise. Today, the world's Jerry Haddon takes us to one neighborhood in Barcelona, reported to have the highest eviction rate in Spain. The neighborhood's name is Ciudad Meridiana, but people here have taken to calling it Eviction City. Basically, it's a cluster of dull apartment buildings on a hillside high above downtown. To give you an idea of the neighborhood, says resident and activist Filiberto Bravo, the city was going to use this land for a public cemetery, but it's too humid, so they said forget it. Then someone decided it might not be good enough for the dead, but we can use it for the living. The apartments here are small, most about 800 square feet, and cheap, on average about $60,000. But during Spain's construction boom of the last decade, prices went up five times. A Nigerian man named Abby Davids bought in 2006 when the market was high. If you're going to sign a mortgage, there's a lot of paper you need to sign. You know, in this paper, you'll be reading it very fast. You sign here, you sign here, you sign here with the passion that we want to get a house, you know, with a happiness sign. Well, you didn't know what you signed. The stupidness, you know. And we cannot cope, we cannot pay. David sits in his dark living room with his wife and two infant children. They're waiting to be evicted, literally. The judge, the banker, and the police are due any moment. If the Davids are forcibly removed, it will be just one of hundreds of evictions from Ciudad Meridiana this year. Several hundred more are pending. David says his initial mortgage was about $1,000 a month, but interest rates went up. We find out that the payment monthly is going higher and higher and higher. And you can imagine when you are working, you are receiving something like 800 euro, and you are asked to pay 1,300 euro. It's not possible. I went to the bank that I want to leave this house. I cannot afford to pay this money. The the bank was telling me it's not possible. As Davids and family wait nervously inside, a crowd gathers out front. These are activists who've taken to physically stopping evictions by blocking the entryways into buildings. The activist Filiberto Bravo says anger is especially high in Ciudad Meridiana because the abuses here during the boom were high. He says foreigners like David's, unfamiliar with Spain's mortgage rules, were especially taken advantage of. In a neighborhood of 11,000 people, he says, we had at one point 11 real estate agencies. It was crazy. More and more people were piling in, and the banks and agencies sold to people who didn't have steady salaries. What makes evictions like these even more dramatic is that in Spain, you can't just hand over the keys and walk away. The debt follows you. If you die, it follows your children. As more and more people default, it's creating a big problem nationwide. This is the most egregious example of the fallout from Spain's housing boom, says local politician Santi Borruy. Borruy is also outside David's building as a sort of mediator, though he admits there's little he can do but watch. He says these evictions make no sense. The value of these apartments has fallen dramatically, he says, making them impossible for the banks to sell. These apartments end up empty, he says, for a few months, a year or more. We'd like to see them become subsidized housing, but it's complicated. The banks own these flats, so they're in private hands. Banks have come under even more fire from citizens' groups for what they describe as evicting people with one hand and collecting billions of dollars in rescue money with the other. 
Why not rescue the people directly, they say. Finance professor Carlos Vergara with Barcelona's ESA Business School says that sounds fair. But then you have again the problem why you rescue this family and not another family. In other words, figuring out how much and whom to save would be a nightmare. In the more immediate term, he suggests banks cancel the mortgages of those who can't pay, but rent them the same apartment for less. That way the bank has some income and fewer people are on the streets. Such discussions are underway, but it will likely be years before the entire banking sector accepts that sort of compromise. In the meantime, back at Abby David's apartment block, the crowd is growing tense. Then a call comes into Borui, the local politician. The eviction has been postponed, he yells, to applause. Apparently, the bank got word of the protest. But the Davids have only been given an extra two weeks, two weeks to find another place to live or to make a stand again. For The World, I'm Jerry Haddon in Barcelona.